Well, hello there. I'm Nurse Mo, and this is the Straight A Nursing Podcast, where I teach concepts and share tips on how to thrive in nursing school and at the bedside. So today we're focusing more on nursing students, actually pre-nursing students. So if you're a pre-nursing student, Welcome to this amazing world of becoming a nurse. You are starting out on a really intense but exciting journey, and I am here for it. So what we'll be talking about today is the whole nursing school application process. Now, before we dive into that, I always like to take a quick minute to give a quick shout out to my podcast listeners and the students that I mentor through my programs and my website. So this one goes out to Ashley, who says, I'm heading into my fourth semester of my ADN program, and I have aced every dosage calculations test thanks to Straight A Nursing. So thank you, Ashley, for taking the time to let us know how much you're rocking your ADN program and your dosage calculations tests. I'm very, very excited for you. And what Ashley is talking about is my dosage calculations course called Competent Calculations. So I'll put a link in the episode notes if you're interested in learning a foolproof way to do dosage calculations so that you can crush it like Ashley did, then you can check that out. So in this episode, we're talking about the nursing school application process, and this episode was created in partnership with ATI. They're a great partner with Straight A Nursing. They're on board just like I am to help prepare students for nursing school success and success in school and even beyond when they take their NCLEX. So a big thank you to ATI, and we'll talk a little bit more about how they fit in to the nursing school application process in just a moment. So When you're looking at applying to nursing school, you've probably already noticed it can be a little bit of a complex process, and it it definitely is, especially because most nursing students don't just apply to one program. They often apply to multiple programs, so that in and of itself makes it a little bit complicated, and then you add to that the fact that different schools have different requirements, different deadlines, etc. You can see how it could get a little bit overwhelming, but... When you're very organized and when you have really good attention to detail, you'll get through this application process so much easier. So in this episode, we'll talk a bit about the application process and what you can expect so that you can manage it like the total pro that you are. So here's a quick overview of the nursing school application process. It typically is going to involve satisfying a whole bunch of pre requisite requirements in advance. You'll hear students call these their prereqs, and that's what they're talking about. Some schools, however, do build these into the curriculum, but for the most part, they don't. For the most part, nursing school is just the core nursing classes, and then everything else, your prereqs, your microbiology, chemistry, algebra. I had to take a class on communication. I had to take writing classes. I had to take developmental psychology and I took a sociology class. Like there were a lot of prerequisites, organic chemistry, statistics, like the list goes on, right? So they want you to take all of these classes in advance of applying to the program. So why this is a little bit complex for students is because guess what? Not every school 
has the same prerequisite requirements. So you need to look at each school that you're applying to and make sure that you have a plan to take these required classes. So that's one of the biggest parts, taking these prereqs. It can take years to get through these. I think it took me three years of almost full-time work. And I even took a summer class one semester. I think my first semester, I probably didn't go full-time. I think I took one or two classes. Maybe I did that for a couple of semesters. But after that, I was in school full-time and it took me three years. So for a lot of students, depending on the availability of these classes, it could take that long. It could take longer. Start to finish nursing school for me was a five-year process. So in addition to the prerequisites, kind of just as part of this overview, you will have an application to fill out. You may have an interview. There could be an entrance exam. And some schools require an essay. So again, the key is to research each school that you are interested in so that you really understand each school's specific and unique application requirements. So let's talk a bit about understanding the admissions criteria. Again, it's going to vary. Admissions criteria can vary widely from one institution to the next. And since most schools receive way more applicants than they have available positions, the competition for acceptance can be really intense. So there are three general types of admission selection criteria. There's a merit-based selection process. Some schools use a lottery system. And then there's a first-come, first-served basis. So let's look at each of these a little bit. A merit-based system scores applicants on a variety of criteria, including their GPA on all those prereq classes, admission exam scores, and we'll talk more about admission exams in just a moment. And then maybe you get points based on whether you have some healthcare experience or if you speak a second language fluently. So this can, of course, vary from one school to the next. So you always need to research each one individually and never make any assumptions. And then there's the lottery system approach. And in this system, schools select students who meet basic criteria on a random basis. And what this can do is lead to some pretty long waits for many students. So a little bit of a way that they try to mitigate that is that if it's your second time applying, your name goes into the hat two times. If it's your third time applying, your name goes into the hat three times so that the more times you apply, the better your chances of getting into this lottery-based program, but it could still take years. So I'm not a fan of lottery systems for that reason because people need to plan their lives. So what's another option? Another option is the first come, first served system. And this system enrolls students who meet basic criteria on an ongoing basis until all the seats are filled. So obviously with a program like that, you would wanna be very, very aware of their application deadlines and know when that application period opens so you can get in there very early and be one of the first students to submit your application. Again, you've got to be supremely organized to effectively and successfully apply to nursing school. 
Now, some of these schools that enroll students on a first-come, first-served basis may enroll students once a year. Some may enroll students multiple times per year. So looking at that will help you understand your chances of getting into the program of your choice. So if you are applying to merit-based programs, so backing up a little bit to merit-based programs, it's really important that you understand the scoring criteria from the very beginning so that you can do everything possible to increase your score either by obtaining maybe some healthcare experience while taking your prereq classes or earning the highest possible GPA or scoring really well on an entrance exam, which we'll talk about next. So many schools utilize an entrance exam, and one of the most popular is ATI's TEAS exam. So TEAS, T-E-A-S, stands for Test of Essential Academic Skills, and it covers things like reading, science, English and language usage, and math. It is a 170 question exam, and it's utilized to help schools identify students who have those underlying foundation academic skills so that they can then transition that knowledge and foundation into nursing school and have a higher chance of being successful. So as for scoring on the ATIT's exam, each school will set their own criteria for the score needed in order to apply for admission and get accepted into that program. So with that said, it's really important that you prepare for the exam. This is not something that you want to go in winging it, right? Even though it sounds like basic stuff, reading, science, English, and language usage and math, it's actually a test that does require some pretty thorough preparation and study. So you want to go into that exam prepared to earn your highest possible score. Since again, schools are either going to have a minimum requirement, a minimum score that you have to meet, or they're going to rank you and give you points based on the score that you receive. So in addition to the scoring, each school also sets their own guidelines around the details and the specifics of the exam. Some allow you to take the exam more than once and use your highest score. Some do not. Some say you take it once and that's the only score that we'll accept. When multiple attempts are accepted by a school, each school can have different criteria on how long you must wait between each attempt. And some institutions administer the ATIT's exam on their campus, while others will require you to take the exam at an off-site testing center. And then lastly, schools have different application deadlines. So you have to take this into account when you're scheduling your ATITs exam. So that's a lot to just coordinate and organize just on its own, right? So again, you can see why it's really important that you have a really good organizational system and you do your research so that you understand every school's admission criteria. You really don't want to miss a deadline or anything just because you didn't understand what a school required. 
Now, you may be wondering why schools utilize an entrance exam in the first place. You might be thinking, is this a barrier? Why are they making me jump through these hoops? Well, the research actually is very, very supportive of nursing school entrance exams. So the research shows that students who score in the proficient level or higher on the ATITs exam are those students who generally do well in their first year of nursing school. And then students who score below that proficient level struggle more. I mean, this is research-based. It's absolutely based in fact. So preparing and doing well on the TEAS exam not only helps you get into nursing school, but it really sets you up for success in that crucial first year. So let's talk a little bit about preparing for your ATITs exam. So again, at first glance, you might look at what's covered in the exam, you know, and think these are basic academic subjects. I already know how to read. I know how to do math. I know science. I, I took anatomy and physiology and microbiology. Of course, I know science. But this does not mean that you do not have to prepare. In order to earn your highest possible score, it's absolutely imperative that you study for this exam as you would any other high stakes exam. In fact, about 40% of students retake the exam because they didn't earn the score they needed the first time around. So that preparation in advance is absolutely essential. And, and not doing the prep work is a pretty common mistake that a lot of students make, but not you. You're listening to this episode. You're not going to let that happen. You're going to prepare well. So what does that entail? ATI recommends that you give yourself about six weeks to study at a comfortable pace so that you're not cramming for the exam at the last minute. And you have time to go through some practice assessments so that you can see what areas require more attention. And the absolute, absolute best way to prepare for this exam is to use the prep materials available from ATI. And these include the practice assessment package. So this package includes two full practice assessments an A&P practice test, and 90-day access to the T's mobile app. So that's the practice assessment package. And then they have something called the basic study package. And this package includes everything in the practice assessment package that I just mentioned, plus a comprehensive study manual that includes test-taking strategies and key content to know for the exam. The study manual also includes an additional full-length practice exam that gives you a scorecard. And this scorecard has direct links to the material that you need to review the most. It's like having a personalized tutor. And when you take that practice exam early, you really can just focus in on the material you need to review and learn so you maximize your study time. I highly recommend doing that. And then they have the comprehensive study package, which is everything I mentioned in the prior two packages, plus it has the Smart Prep Tutorial. And the Smart Prep Tutorial accelerates your prep by creating a study plan that is customized entirely to you, to the things you need to study and review the most. 
So if you're thinking, wow, that sounds pretty good, I should probably use some of those resources to study for the TEAS exam, yes, I 100% agree with you. And I will put a link in these episode notes so that you can go to ATI and learn a lot more about the products that they offer. They are offering 15% off when you spend $50 or more when you use code SAN2023, that's S-A-N-2023, and that discount is available through October 31st of 2023. So if you're listening to this during that time frame, this is a great time to go and get some study materials from ATI. So now let's move on and talk about the interview that some schools utilize. Some schools want to meet you face-to-face or talk to you over the phone before accepting you into the program. And in that case, you may need to prepare for an admissions interview. So I've pulled together a few tips to help you feel more confident so you can present yourself as an exceptional nursing school candidate. So the first thing I recommend is practice, practice, practice. Practice answering common interview questions. And two that are very common are, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? And why do you want to be a nurse? Practice answering these two questions in a succinct and clear way. So as you prepare what you will say to these very common questions, see if you can incorporate strengths and qualities of a successful student into your answers. For example, this might be adding in somehow that you have a great eagerness to learn or the fact that you enjoy problem solving. You're a compassionate individual. You have a willingness to advocate or speak up. You have an ability and an affinity for collaborating with others and your drive to succeed. These would all be qualities of a strong nursing student, and of course, a strong nurse. And then you want to look at general interview questions and practice answering them. And these are often scenario-based type of questions. So they'll ask things about maybe a time that you resolved a conflict, a time that you handled a situation. How did you handle it? Uh, A situation where you made a mistake and how you handled making that mistake and coming clean about the mistake and correcting the mistake or how you overcame a challenge. You should also be prepared to share your greatest strength and your greatest weakness. These types of questions always seem to come up and this can be difficult for students to talk about. So when discussing your greatest weakness, do so with the framework of what you are doing to address it. For example, if your greatest weakness is that you have difficulty accepting feedback without taking it personally, you can speak to the steps you are taking to view feedback as productive and beneficial rather than something that lowers your confidence. So spend some time thinking about what some of your weaknesses are and ways that you can frame that to show that you're proactive and self-aware So you recognize the shortcoming in yourself, you know it needs work, and what you're doing to address it. And then for your greatest strength, you know, this could be, again, you want to think about the qualities of a successful student, think about the qualities of a successful nurse, and work that into your greatest strength statement. Also, dress professionally, even if the interview takes place over the phone, 
even if it takes place over a video call. Don't be business on the top and pajamas on the bottom, right? Dress professionally because it sends a message to you that you take this seriously, and that's going to come through in your demeanor and in your voice and how you present yourself. This confidence is absolutely noticeable. And then I would say be prepared to ask questions during the interview. As you research the nursing program online, you're finding out all about the program. Keep a list of questions about things like the curriculum or any other program details. Asking questions shows you did some research and that you are also interested in attending that program. Now, what about an entrance essay? This really sends a lot of students into fear mode because a lot of students don't enjoy writing. I never understood that. I'm a writer at heart. I love writing. But if it's not your jam, I could see how it might make you a little bit nervous. And some schools will require an admissions essay, and I don't want you to be afraid of this process. They may call it a statement of purpose, something like that, and this will be part of their selection process. I really want you to take your time with this important component of your application and spend the energy, spend the time thinking very objectively about what could make you stand out as a student and work on this essay as though you are preparing for that entrance exam, right? It's just as important. So some general tips for your entrance essay or statement of purpose would be to include things like why you want to become a nurse. That's huge. They want to see your passion for the profession. Write about your qualifications that make you a good candidate. This can include things like a strong science background, experience in healthcare, or a proven academic track record, things like that. You also want to include any past work experience that demonstrates your ability to manage multiple activities at once and prioritize your actions. If you've ever worked retail or waited tables or worked in fast food, you already have a lot of applicable experience. Do not discount this just because it's not healthcare related. It's absolutely applicable. You also should briefly explain why you want to attend that particular nursing program. This shows that you are in line with their values, that you've examined their curriculum, and that you understand what the program demands. And then if you can, incorporate the six C's as they apply to you and sprinkle these throughout your essay. So the six C's are care, compassion, communication, courage, commitment, and competence. So if you can show examples of these or highlight them or show how they've applied to your prior work or volunteer or academic experience, definitely include them. And then you also want to ask someone that you trust to proofread and edit your work. Typos and grammatical errors happen to the best of us, so let's catch those before you submit your essay. And then finally, I want to say don't get discouraged. If you don't get accepted the first time you apply, don't let this discourage you or keep you from pursuing your dream. Many students apply more than once. I always say many, many nurses take the scenic route. Not everybody goes straight from point A to point B, and this should in no way affect your confidence. The key is to look objectively 
at the strength of your application and identify any areas that could be improved and then come up with a plan to make the necessary improvements. Maybe you need to retake a class to earn a higher grade, or perhaps you didn't get a competitive enough score on your entrance exam, like the ATIT's exam. So take some time, again, thinking objectively about what you could do to improve your application and make yourself an even more competitive candidate. And while you're at it, remember why you started this journey in the first place. So overall, the whole nursing school application process can seem a bit overwhelming, but with these tips, I'm confident you'll be ready to put your best self forward. So again, I will put a link in the episode notes to the ATI website so that you can check out all the great things that they offer students. And if you want to save 15% on ATIT's study materials when you spend $50 or more, then use promo code SAN2023. That's SAN2023. Use that code at ATITesting.com before the promo ends October 31st, 2023. So if you found this episode helpful, I would love if you would rate and review. That really helps us show up when other students search for the podcast. And then I will see you back here next week. We're going to dive into diabetes. See you then. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.